WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors, brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma and by Ace of Lacrosse Sportsland in the Shelby Mall on the south side of Lacrosse. It is coming up on 825. I'm Kevin Millard. I appreciate you being here this morning. Thank you. Thank you very much. We're going to have a uh, going to have a good 2021. We're going to make the make the most of it here. So, looking forward to uh, another year of good shows and good conversation about outdoor activities, whether it's hunting, fishing, other activities. Oh, <clears throat> excuse me here. I need to wet my whistle a little bit with water, just strictly water. <laughs> it's early, early for me. I'll, I'll, I'll wait till a little later in the day to uh, maybe enjoy a, <clears throat> an adult beverage. Anyhow, uh, I, one thing I didn't uh, touch on during the, uh, the reports earlier anyway, too, and, and uh, certainly not uh, didn't mean to oversight, I just kind of wanted to separate it out a little bit here, too, was that, uh, you know, it's uh, opening early season opener here in Wisconsin, you know, uh, and that's, uh, that's definitely good news uh, for, uh, for trout fishermen. Um, we are, uh, yeah. And what a, I mean, what a beautiful weekend for the, uh, for the opening weekend. I mean, you know, not much in the way of, of, you know, well, cloudy skies, of course, but that actually probably will help a little bit. And, you know, there is some snow on the ground, not too bad. Uh, so getting around some of those streams should be eh, relatively, relatively easy, I would think. And, uh, um, yeah, again, weather-wise, wow, talk about nice uh, for, uh, you know, for fly fishermen, or if, hey, if you're, uh, uh, and, and I will do this as well as just, uh, drop the, uh, just plain old fishing rod, nothing wrong with that, you know, you don't have, you have to be a, a fancy fly fisherman, it's cool, it's fun, don't get me wrong, I enjoy it, but, you know, you can catch trout the old-fashioned way, but again, you know, it is the, uh, the Wisconsin opener, uh, things are, uh, are underway, and I would imagine too. It might be kind of busy this weekend, but uh, that's okay. Uh, certainly, you know, you had uh, in our neck of the woods anyway. Man, uh, social distancing is kind of you know the buzzword that we one of the buzzwords of 2020. That's you know, with all the the streams that we've got, you know, down in Vernon County, what we've got in La Crosse County, you know, it, just in, in this part of the part of western Wisconsin that's not a problem um, there's uh, plenty of plenty of places to go and, and stay separate from uh, from folks and I would imagine if I was uh, tooling around down in uh, the Coon Valley area and out and around down in that neck of the woods you know spring Cooley and timber Cooley and those places uh, yeah there'll be uh, there'll be folks down there but I you know can there's so much you know good stream uh, territory or whatever, however you want to put it, uh, that uh, you definitely definitely don't have to, to worry about that. And I'm looking at the, uh, the Driftless Angler report here this morning. Um, you know, definitely uh, uh, some nice conditions anyway. Um, the ni- and the, other, the nice thing about it, too, is that with this early, you know, this season anyway, 
you know, you don't have to be up at the crack of dawn like, you know, you would in the summertime when you kind of, you know, a little bit, you know, once the sun comes up, you, know, you got a, you know, a window in there and, you know, then late in the afternoon on into the evening. And this time of year, it's, it's more kind of like the middle and it didn't, you didn't, it's summertime. You don't fish the middle part of the day so much. Uh, you do, but it's, you know, a little more challenging. This time of year, it's kind of the opposite. So you can kind of fish that middle part of the day. You can sleep in, um, and then, uh, you know, they because the, the creeks will warm up a little bit, and and you know the the water temperatures uh, they'll warm up, and and you know what that does is it'll spur the insect activity, and that of course will start to get the fish going as well. But yeah, and and that's you know like I said, I'm looking at the. Uh, the report here from uh, uh, Matt Wagner and the folks down at the Driftless Angler. Yeah, fishing's better midday, and um, you know, on the on the creeks that are a little more wide open and can warm up from that midday sun. Just uh, a lot of, and he, he's saying too that there are. Let's see here, some creeks that are frozen in places. The West Fork being one of them, but uh, wide open meadow creeks are in are in good shape. Um, you know, your fishing, you know, match the hatch, so to speak. Uh, smaller, thin-bodied patterns, midges, stonefly patterns, dark colors. Uh, you're fishing on the bottom. Um, using a uh, little tip here, using a single-bodied midge adult is the trick here. So that's the uh, that's the key this time of year anyway, at least today anyway, so. That's uh, something to keep me up. And another point that, and I did want to bring this up as, as well, and this is something that, you know, I, I, I will see from, from time to time. And, you know, the, the places down there where you can go fishing, the, the stream access and things like that, you know, you know it, it's fairly well marked. Um, and just, you know, I hate to have the conversation about respecting, you know, property and, and not trespassing and things like that, but there are, uh, and, and, but Matt points it, uh, points it out here, um, you know, that, you know, in the last year or whatever, there were a lot of folks that, that, you know, took up fishing or whatever and didn't, uh, respect the property rights of, of some of the landowners. So that's, you know, puts it simply, there is no reason to trespass for a trout. So. You know, make sure, you know, the, the, the DNR has maps that show where the, the stream access is and what's public access and, and what's, you know, public and things like that. You know, if not, stop and check and, you know, ask somebody, ask the landowner. You know, I'm, I'm sure they're fr- probably fairly used to it by now, uh, just given where they, uh, where they live. But yeah, just, you know, if you're not sure, ask or Fish somewhere else. It's not to uh, being courteous and respectful is, you know, part of being a good outdoors person. You know, and like Matt says, no, no trout is, uh, a, you know, trout is not a reason to trespass. I'm sorry, but uh, you know, just uh, just be careful. And again, there there's so much stream. Uh, available stream opportunities that, you know, are clearly marked and designated and, and things like that, that, you know, you shouldn't have to mess around with something like that. But when in doubt, hey, stop and ask. 
you know, that's, uh, it's, it, it, it doesn't take that long and, you know, better to be safe than sorry. Cause then the, the landowner gets all ticked off and that just causes problems that we don't need. <laughs> There's enough stuff going on right now that we don't need to add to that. So don't need the, uh, the extra stress. So just get out there, enjoy it. Uh, it's a, I mean, you know, ooh, wow. It's uh, a beautiful, going to be a beautiful couple of days here to, uh, to get out there and enjoy some, uh, uh, some great trout fishing, some early season fishing. And, uh, that's just, it's, it's pretty regardless of the time of year, you know, uh, if those streams are, uh, you know, in the summertime, you know, you got the green and all, everything. And, uh, that's just, uh, some gorgeous places down in there. And in the wintertime, it's, uh, uh, a little bit different look, but uh, still beautiful nonetheless. So get out there, uh, get out there and enjoy it. And uh, but do it safely, do it properly, do it respectfully, and uh, have some fun with it. So that's uh, just one thing I wanted to to touch on a little bit here this morning. Uh, one other thing that I did want to uh, to kind of talk a little bit about, <coughs> excuse me, is uh, and I'm talked a little bit about it briefly in the. Uh, fishing report a little earlier in the show and uh, hunting for crappie. And, and again, you know, it's, uh, they're a little hard to find sometimes, but, um, you know, man, uh, nothing, uh, nothing like a, uh, plate full of crappie fillets to, uh, enjoy on a cold winter's evening. Yeah. That's, uh, well, you gotta have the other things too, but you know, not, uh, you, you gotta catch them first. So. Yeah, they, it's uh, definitely some uh, some worthwhile fillets and tasty eating. Uh, but and the thing is, um, with crappies, you know they tend to move around a lot. So you know, if you find a school of them, great. Uh, but yeah, you may have to do a little uh, a little hiking to to track them down and 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 find them anyway. Uh, good places to start are like mouths of bays or sloughs. Um, and uh, again, they're going to be a little bit shallower in the early part of the season. And he, you know, so maybe, you know, six, 10, 12, 15 feet of water. Um, you know, they moved out of, uh, this time of year anyway, they, they, they're in those areas. They haven't quite moved into deeper water, uh, yet, but it will be soon anyway, as the, uh, the bait fish move into those deeper water areas, especially, you know, as we move along into winter, uh, you know, oxygen levels become less and less. So the fish move a, a little bit, uh, a little bit deeper where there's a little bit more dissolved oxygen, easier for them to work. And like I said, the bait fish, uh, that's really what they're, uh, they're going for anyway. Um, you know, and if you can't find them, uh, there, you know, later in the day, um, you know, look for places like uh, you know, shallow flats or, um, you know, near drop-offs uh, as they, they search for food. Um, this is kind of true in some uh, main channel areas, uh, you know, flats around and, uh, and along bends. Um, you know, there's some, yeah, it just, you know, places where you get maybe two little interconnected feeds of water, you know, the main channel, and then you've got those, those ch- side channels and things like that. Uh, those can be a little bit shallower. Some of those places have some decent flats in there. 
Uh, those are good places to uh, to check out. Um, maybe, uh, you know, if you're not finding them there anyway, scout out a deep hole around some of those areas uh, in the middle part of the day. You know, if you find good structure, many times you're going to find good fish. Of course, again, with the, uh, uh, you know, saying that, you know, if the, the bait fish are there, yeah, the other, uh, that's just part of the equation as well. Now that you've, uh, so now that we've kind of touched on a little bit here on, on, you know, now that you found them, how are you going to catch them? Well, it depends on how active you want to get, um, you know, just to, you know, lift and drop the pole thing. You know, you can, you can certainly, uh, uh, do that. Nothing, uh, nothing wrong with that. Um. That will uh, will work and fight. In fact, it you know it could be very uh, very productive. Um, of course, uh, you can always uh, dead stick the thing as well. It's a uh, a real fancy technique of putting the bait on the hook and dropping the line in the water, setting the pole down, and not touching it. Bring a towel along to dry the sweat from your brow working that one. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> make sure you get a towel to dry hands. Oh man, nothing like. Cold, wet hands in the middle of winter, standing out on the ice. Um, but you know, and, and yeah, it's it's not a terribly difficult technique to master. It it you know it does have its advantages. Um, for one, it's you know just obviously you can't be on all of the uh, you know you can't be holding a couple of different you know it just doesn't you know doesn't work out. Um, it does have its advantages, like I said, you know for. Uh, early on, it can it can help you figure out what the fish are looking for. Uh, you know, for example, uh, let's say you've got one line with you know, maybe you're fishing like a little Cecil or you know a, a maggot or a waxy, something like that, um, and the dead stick is just a, a small crappie minnow. Uh, if the minnow is active, it can you know, draw fish into the area. Um, you know, hey, it's uh, hey, there's a meal here. Let's uh, let's go check this out. You know. And since crappies are kind of, you know, are a schooling fish, you know, chances are you'll, you know, get several or a, bu- a big bunch, what have you. Um, so, of course, it, it works great if you are able to land it right on top of the crappies in the first place. Um, so if they want the minnow, crappies will take the minnow. Easily enough done. Um, if not, uh, then you've got that little Cecil or... And waxy, just kind of ready and waiting for them. Uh, and if you think about it too, there's also the question of depth as well. You know, you can set a, a your your dead stick at a, at a given depth, um, maybe you know two feet, or and then you know work some of the other ones. You know, three, four, five, you know, however, whatever you know you might be seeing on your uh, your vexilar. What, uh, whatever else you might be using there. Um, so yeah, it just, uh, and just kind of play around with that until you kind of figure out where the proper depth is for the, uh, for the fish. And then you can, then you can really go to town. Um, and it, you know, they might, there might be, you know, depending on where you go, it might be a little deeper where, you know, some of the, there's a little bit warmer water, uh, where they're hanging out at, um, or it might be up just a little bit. Who knows? Uh, they might be hanging out. They do suspend uh, in the uh, in the water column at times. 
And then, you know, sort of with this uh, two-rod technique, you can, uh, you know, certainly I guess the ultimate thing is, you know, you can work the, the, the water column a little bit faster, you know, finding the right depth where those uh, positive feeding fish are, the aggressive hungry fish are at, um, and, you know, find out a little bit about what uh, uh, what they are hungry for that at that particular time, you know, whether it is the, uh, uh, the little waxy or uh, something a little bit bigger like a minnow. Uh, what have you? It uh, it's another way to, to just move that equation along the to solve that equation. I guess uh, a little bit quicker than uh, uh, than at other times. Anyway, yeah. And another um, another plus two with the uh, with the dead sticking that I, I I think anyway is that you know it's just a, it's a little more realistic a presentation. You know, uh, you know, you're, it's it's live bait. You know, you're presenting it. Yeah, it's it's hooked, mind you, but um, that's uh, yeah, you know, that's just kind of the way it goes. But you know, and and on days you know where where fish maybe are a little skittish or picky, just uh, um, you know, just that natural movement of the minnow or uh, whatever live bait you happen to be using, you know, uh, can be a far better trigger to a. Uh, uh, a fushy fish than, you know, any kind of action you might happen to impart on the lure as well, you know. Um, so just uh, just keep those things in mind. That's just something to uh, to think about as far as the, uh, you know, hunting crappie here again in the uh, the early season. Again, you know, you're looking, uh, you're looking shallow. And uh, one of the things that, uh, you know, I don't know if I, I you know, it, it's not a, a must-have, but, boy, I tell you what, it, it certainly is informative and can uh, definitely tell you some things on how fish are reacting to what you're presenting down there. It's just get one of those, uh, uh, like AquaView and underwater camera. Um, those are just kind of, I think, fascinating to watch. That's just that's one of the things that I, I enjoy about ice fishing is is getting the camera out and looking at them, uh, just watching what's going on. Watching, uh, you know, how the fish react to that particular lure. Um, and just it, to me, it, it's so much information that I can, I can get from, uh, that in addition to, to everything else that I'm, you know, I'm doing with just the rods. If you don't have, you know, if you don't have one, that's fine. Um, it, you know, may take it just a, a little bit longer to, to figure things out, but, um, it just, uh, I, I, I look at it as a learning tool, um, it's just uh, fun, and I'm a TV kid anyway, so it, uh, it kind of, like you know, if you're out and about, it, you know, you, you, I, I suppose you could watch the Packers on the ice or something, but uh, um, if if you can't get the TV, you know, in the game in anyway, this is, uh, this is not a bad uh, not a bad alternative anyway, and you can certainly tell if there are fish around, and uh, you know what kind of a little bit better idea of what the uh, what the structure is like down there, what kind of a bottom you're fishing. Um, there are just uh, uh, a lot of advantages to that. And they're not that, you know, they're not that expensive. I mean, I know there are, you know, you can certainly buy rods and reels that are more expensive than what it costs for one of those little, uh, those little cameras that you can hold in your hand or, you know, maybe get a little fancier one that, you know, you just set on the ice and it's got a little stand, but um, nothing, uh, not a not a bad little investment, and like I said, they're not uh, 
not that badly priced. Um, I, th- I know they're ch- they're certainly cheaper than uh, you know some of those little those you know, Vexilar units and things like that, and the Markhams and um, those kinds of things. But I, did, I completely forgot about that. I hadn't. I just was just was thinking about that. And I'm like, wow. I you know what? I could have got. I should have asked for one of those on my Christmas list. But, oh well. Maybe they'll go on sale now after the first of the year. Who knows? Anyhow. Okay, it is uh, 8.45. That's kind of a, a quick look at things here this morning. Take a short break. Be back in a moment as WKTY Outdoors continues here on WKTY, 96.7 FM, 5.80 AM. WKTY Outdoors. Brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma. He'll tell you where the fish are biting. Just go in and ask. Is it time to get organized? Ace has what you need to start the new year off right. Heavy-duty storage totes on sale. Get the basement or garage in order with resin or steel shelving units starting at $32.99. Ace is your home for Craftsman Tools. Get hot buys on Craftsman Tool and Accessory sets. From sawing to sockets and wrenches to ratchets, fix what's broken with help from Ace. These red-hot buys only last till January 31st. Stop by and visit with the folks at Ace of Lacrosse on Mormon Cooley Road. You'll be glad you did. Dad, this is fun. I didn't think I'd like kayaking. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. But I think it's time to head back in. Okay. Can we come back? Sure. Tomorrow? (laughs) Let's check with Mom. Hey, be careful getting out of the boat. It's a kayak, Dad. (laughs) I'm going to return the kayak. Just make sure you have everything. Yep. Can we walk home? How about a taxi? 233 North Maple, please. It's a short fare from your neighborhood to your naturehood. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a neighborhood park or green space near you. Also, find fun activities to do like boating and biking or camping and hiking. Plus much more. It's all right in your naturehood. Best day ever. A public service announcement brought to you by the Ad Council and the U.S. Forest Service. If you're a sports fan... You can't afford to miss the Dan Patrick Show on WKTY. Let's bring in the very popular Nick Wright from First Things First on uh, Fox Sports 1. Who is the best player ever, Nick? Dan, you know the answer to this. We know it's LeBron, and it is going to be, in 25 years, folks aren't going to believe we argued about it. It's like, well, one guy was bigger, he was faster, he was stronger, he did it longer, he did it in a tougher league. He did it when the rules were kind of designed against him. He did it over a far longer period of time. He scored more points. He was obviously the better passer. What were we arguing about? The 2011 finals, it is a meltdown. It is a giant blemish on the resume. But it's been a decade. And since then, he's played in the last game of the year every year, except for the year he tore his groin. Don't miss the Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings 9 to 11 on WKTY. 96.7 FM, 580 AM. WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors, brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma. 
and by Ace of Lacrosse Sportsland in the Shelby Mall on the south side of Lacrosse. It is 848, and you are uh, again listening to WKTY Outdoors. And speaking of outdoors and opportunities, uh, Minnesota DNR is looking for uh, folks, uh, uh, looking for input anyway, uh, for uh, anyone interested in improving access to wildlife management areas for people with disabilities, uh, they can share their ideas online with the, the DNR. Uh, David Trompa, the uh, Southern Region Wildlife Manager, said, uh, we want to hear how we can improve recreational opportunities and reduce barriers uh, in uh, wildlife management areas. Public lands are for all Minnesotans, including those with disabilities. And... Just uh, if you're looking to provide input, uh, they can uh, you can do so through Friday, January 22nd on the DNR, uh, Minnesota DNR's community engagement page. And uh, if you just uh, Google that up, you should be able to uh, to find that, or just go to the Minnesota DNR website and track that down. Uh, the DNR will use the uh, the input to shape recommendations. Uh, that uh, the agency will make to the Minnesota legislature in February about increasing accessibility uh, to the wildlife management areas. And the DNR is working with the Minnesota Council on uh, Disability and others to identify ways to increase access to state lands. Excuse me here because I'm about to... Ever get that feeling where you need to sneeze and you just can't quite do it? It's like that. Uh, but anyhow, uh, legislation that there, uh, that, um, was signed into law last year anyway, by, uh, by governor Tim Walls, uh, requires this year, the DNR make it easier for people with disabilities to access, uh, wildlife management areas and, uh, publicize access opportunities. Um, most, uh, parts of, uh, WMAs are closed to motorized access, but people with mobility and disabilities can use quote, other power driven mobility devices, uh, on, uh, WMAs with a permit, uh, more information can be found again, uh, on that part, uh, on the DNR website and uh, to get the, uh, permit and things like that. Uh, the DNR manages a, they finish this off with the DNR manages a system of 1.3 million acres of land in about 1,500 wildlife management areas. The land is open to everyone for a variety of outdoor activities, including hunting and trapping, fishing, uh, wildlife watching, and nature photography. So, and uh, if uh, if you're looking to provide access for that, and certainly, you know, more access for everybody is a uh, is a very very good thing. And speaking of, uh, of access, um, I was looking into this the other day cause I wanted to, uh, um, uh, maybe uh, nature photography. That's one of the things that I kind of enjoy doing and, um, uh, was just looking at, uh, you know, time to get, you know, a park sticker for, uh, for visiting some of, uh, Wisconsin and Minnesota's state parks uh, as well. Um, so that, uh, they're. They're now available in Wisconsin anyway, the 2021, well, Minnesota as well. I'll mention that in a moment. But uh, the 2021 annual vehicle admission stickers are now on sale. Uh, You can buy them online uh, over the phone uh, as well um, by calling 1-888-305-0398 during the week anyway, or at uh, individual properties via self-registration stations, uh, electronic kiosks, or drive-up window service where uh, it is available. 
Um, and it really, you know, you think about it, uh, it's, uh, you know, an admission sticker is good for, uh, uh, you know, all the places anyway, um, get you in. And, you know, it is required on all motor vehicles, stopping in state parks, forests, uh, and recreation areas. And really it's not, uh, not a bad deal. Um, was a vehicle with Wisconsin license plates, the annual fee is 28 bucks. Uh, you know, I'm, there's, uh, you know, you get state parks. I wanted to, to I was checking out, I wanted to check out maybe uh, wild loosing and maybe do some photography down there and, uh, just some hiking as well. Uh, certainly you've, uh, you've got, you know, Perot park, you know, there's places all, you know, all over the state, you know, and the, the fee is, uh, uh, 28 bucks. So it's not, uh, that's not, uh, not too bad. Um, and then, uh, a second vehicle, if you have one is, uh, 1550 for, uh, uh, in-state with, uh, license plates for a person who's 65 or older, it's only 13 bucks. Um, and then, uh, 38 bucks for a vehicle with out-of-state plates. So, and that's, that's the annual one. Then there's daily fees as well. Uh, for uh, most parks, and then there's a couple of exceptions as well. Those are like uh, most of the ones are eight bucks for in-state for residents, and uh, three bucks for uh, seniors, uh, sixty-five and older. Out of state, it's eleven bucks. So it's uh, yeah, just uh, again, you can uh, you can buy it online. Just go to the Wisconsin DNR website, and they'll uh, they'll get you taken care of. Also, uh, Minnesota, uh, they've got uh, their annual uh, state parks and trails license uh, uh, permit that uh, is only thirty-five bucks a year, and that provides unlimited visits to all of seventy, all seventy-five of Minnesota's state parks and recreations areas, and that's for uh, it, it, it's for a full year uh, from the month of purchase. So you know, it, it's not. January 1 to December 31, uh, it's, you know, if you buy it in February, you're good until next February. So that's uh, kind of a, not a bad deal, but yeah, it's uh, 35 bucks for a year-round vehicle permit, uh, 26 bucks for an additional uh, vehicle permit, um, you know, $7 for a one-day permit, and uh, um, Minnesota residents with disabilities that have a, a, a pass or a card, you know, uh, disability license, um, you can get it for, uh, for $12. So, and, uh, you can purchase those here. Uh, you can go online to the Minnesota DNR website, uh, or visit any state park or purchase from a, a self-serve kiosk, uh, or the front office. Um, so again, kind of the same things, uh, you know, Wisconsin still a pretty good deal for, uh, for what you get for, uh, for what you have. And certainly there's some nice areas here in our neck of the woods on both sides of the river that you can check out. So definitely uh, not a bad investment at all. No, not at all. It is uh, coming up on 856. i got to take one last quick break, and then uh, I'll be back to wrap up WKTY Outdoors uh, for today. Just a moment. Stick around. Got a few moments left anyway on WKTY. 96.7 FM, 580 AM.
WKTY Outdoors. Brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma. He'll tell you where the fish are biting. Just go in and ask. Who fills their freezer with fish sticks? Well, maybe besides Mother and Old Man Thompson. That's their idea of ice fishing. What's the fun in that? Okay, so maybe I've got some fish sticks in the bottom of my freezer, but those are from a long time ago. Haven't had to touch them since I started going to Roscoe's Live Bait. No matter the season, they always have the hookup on what fish want. Too bad they don't want fish sticks. Gear up and get out there with Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma. Stop in and find out where they're biting. Roscoe's, it's where everybody goes. Get organized and save big money with help from Menards and Closet Made. Closet Made has the shelf and closet kits that are able to help in any storage situation and keep your home neat and tidy. Great for hanging clothes, storing sweaters, or keeping your shoes in order. Stop in and pick up a versatile wooden closet shelf kit for $47.99. Stop waiting and start saving right now at Menards. Prices are good through January 2nd. Save big money at Menards. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. I want to be a bike that races around the country. I want to be a bench on a forest trail. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. Local and national sports, news and updates, information you can't get anywhere else, plus a full line of WKTY podcasts. It's all at WKTYsports.com. Sign up for the WKTY Sports Blast, courtesy of Blue Honey Biofuels, an absolutely free sports information email once a day on our website, WKTYsports.com. Check out old high school games in high definition, WKTYsports.com, the best local and national sports site you can find. WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors, brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma and by Ace of Lacrosse Sportsland at the Shelby Mall on the south side of Lacrosse. Got just a couple of moments left to go in the program. Again, want to thank you very much for listening today. Hope you enjoyed the show and back next Saturday with another program for you. So until then, hope you get a chance to get outside and enjoy some of the... Uh, Nice winter weather that we've we've got. Get out and do a little ice fishing. Good luck with that. You, uh, if you do get out, be safe, be well. And of course, uh, as always, if you do get the opportunity to head outside, be sure to take the kids along as well and teach them the joys of the outdoors. We are blessed to have such a beautiful area that's full of great resources to take advantage of and share with the uh, young and old alike. We'll see you next Saturday on WKTY Outdoors. Have a great week. Your station for sports. Get up! Get out of here! Go! WKTY Lacrosse. 96.7 FM, 580 AM.